If you listen and enjoy our show, we're in the middle of a fundraising drive. So if you could go to the Bill Show, go and press the patron button, you can sponsor us. And that would help pay for stuff. Click the patron button. You'll be glad you did. You'll get a nice warm feeling down in the bottom of the cockles of your heart. And now, on with the show. Hello, it's Bernie here. Evidently, Bill and Randy want me to tell you people that you shouldn't listen to the show at work or in front of kids because they're swearing. Swearing in the show. There's a few fucks, a few shits. And some words I can't even pronounce. And I'm almost sure that they are drunk, but they're still not part of the 2%. What are they going to play now? Loud music? Jesus, I don't need this crap. Good to see your happy, smiling, cheery, chubby face. Oh, I'm so happy and so cheery and so smiley. I yeah. really am. I am I'm just, I'm a cheery, happy, smiley soul. Uh, what number show are we up to right now? Uh, it's 288. They said we never make it. Two and it's eight. our first, our 10-year anniversary. And they were wrong. They were. They were. Oh, and by the way, I wanted to just just mention something if, if you've been with us for a long time we want to give you a big wet kiss but we can't because we're in covid lockdown but we would yeah. like to <laughs> and a big, uh, kiss. Yeah. And a big licky kiss from these two elderly gentlemen who persistently go on every month for the last 10 years giving you a lot of shit to think about absolutely and mm. um, we have actually uh changed our thing for if you would like to give us uh, money. <laughs> and we're going to get through this first. What are you taking, Bitcoin now or something? Yeah, I'm taking Bitcoin. No, no. We're, <laughs> we've changed. <laughs> oh, please, sir. Can I have a Bitcoin? Please give me a Bitcoin. It's so valuable now. <laughs> All those poor fuckers, don't you know? You know, who would have known that investing in an imaginary currency would be bad <laughs> so anyway uh listen we we uh have changed our uh website to the billshow.org that's right the billshow.org where you can feast your eyes on stuff that was posted about two years ago um mm. but you can actually sponsor us over there and give us Ooh. a little daughter or two because right now the wolf now is you're dead. michael kane now i'm michael kane when he's drunk <laughs> I used to talk like this, but now he's like that. And yeah. Michael Caine is asking you if you care about the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, dear. You will buy us a cappuccino on a monthly basis. Yeah. Oh, please, sir. Please, please. please sir. Please. Boy, boy for sale. <laughs> he's going cheap. Only seven guineas. No, no, that's Lindsey Graham's theme song, and we're not going to go there. So, <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, don't say that about Lady G. She's priceless. Jeez, oh, wonderful. She could have gone back to Tara. But uh, listen, <laughs> Lady oh, but G. But you'll never be hungry again. Lady G is our nickname for Lindsey Graham, and we've had a lot. No, of not ours. It's all the uh, uh, Lady G. Uh, rent, the Rent Boys in Washington, D.C. call her yeah, that. Yeah, Lady G. I'll never be poor again. And I don't think he will do. <laughs> anyway, that that is either here nor there. Hey, look, the other thing is, is that. No, it's uh, there. It's I, there. 
I can't, it's always there. And is that basically it just won't go away. Um, if you check out the feedspot.com's top 60 podcasts, Top 60 political podcasts. No, top 60, top 60 satire podcasts. Yeah. So number one. That means a comedy with bite. Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, and it's international. Uh, 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 and shut up. This is good. Uh, number uh, one is um, uh, this show produced by the BBC and shit, right? And number six is uh, The Bugle with John Oliver. And uh, the guy who hosts it's fantastic as well. Mm. And guess what number seven is? My two laptops and a microphone. <laughs> oh, and me phoning it in. And you phoning it in. Oh, shit. These guys are wasting a shitload of money. <laughs> yeah, they could have us for free. If I could, I could do a top 10 satire podcast, not make any money and sit in that room. <laughs> and it, and it, costs, it costs you money. I don't think we haven't profited from this. We're just swimming in cash. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's a top seven. It's a top seven international satire podcast whose wife used to refer to it as my husband's strange hobby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Helen says, "Oh, you're swearing again. You're swearing again." Yeah, just a bunch of old fuckers swearing in Australia, and. <laughs> And speaking of swearing in Australia, ladies and gentlemen, as always, we, we start, start off the show with our news from America. So, Randy, I think it's time for the Fix It In Post Orchestra. Let's hear them. No, just don't wake up the kids, please. No, no, the kids are in their pup tent. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thank you, Fix It In Post Pop, uh, Orchestra. You're lovely. They are available for funerals and weddings. And what happened this week in American politics, ladies and gentlemen, this weekend, our former president, Donald Trump, Trump, accused four black prosecutors of attacking him because he's white. Oh, dear. Well, white. But yeah. he's not. He's just fucking orange, as far as I know. You can't call him Caucasian, man, unless it was a <laughs> spill of some sort. Uh, and threatened to send tra- uh, rioters. This is what the former president did, man. He threatened yeah. to send rioters to all the cities that indict him for anything. <laughs> and, oh, uh, orange lives, orange lives matter. Yeah, yeah let's. Uh, okay, the psycho ex-president said, "These prosecutors are vicious, horrible people. They're racist. They're very sick. They're mentally sick." He said, projecting. <laughs> That's what my doctor told me, but I didn't believe it. They're going after me without any protection of my rights from the Supreme Court or most other courts. You know, something in in reality, they're not going after me. They're coming after you. Oh, no. Your guns. Your guns. When uh, consulted, black prosecutors said, no, we're pretty sure we're just after him. (laughs) The fact that he's a honky motherfucker, that's just a bonus. <laughs> Other prosecutors were not sure. Nah, I'd say that's about right. We're after all of them. If these vegetable brain COVID carrying fascist meat sacks want to cause a riot, I'm for dragging each and every one of them off the street and slapping those hick, hick cracker white trash right wing motherfuckers into a hole where they can try explaining their political views to a recidivist black Muslim brother who hasn't had white meat in 12 years and has a venereal disease. Mm. But the, that's off the record, mind you. I, I don't really have an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where did i go on that okay joe biden flops in polls now this would seem interesting to anyone outside the united states or anyone sane but according to cnn as the first year of joe biden's presidency comes to a close 41 percent of americans approve the way he's handling the job while 54 percent disapprove according to the less cnn poll of polls these, number, uh, these numbers at the one-year mark of his presidency mean views of Biden are some of the worst for a newly elected president since pollsters began tracking approval ratings. 
These are despite moves made in the last year by the Biden administration. His woeful record includes some startling statistics that showing, show exactly why his polls are slumping so badly. One, when Biden came to office, less than 1% of the U.S. population was fully vaccinated. He pledged that 100 million shots would be administered in the first 100 days. A year later, roughly 63% of the U.S. population is fully vaccinated. More than 526 million doses have been administered. Biden recklessly in November signed a $1 trillion infrastructure bill, the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, into law. The law injects federal money into America's aging public work systems to repair roads and bridges, renovate ports, and expand broadband access, as well as replace every single lead pipe carrying water in the United States. The U.S. unemployment rate, by the way, fell to 3.9% in December, the best recovery in any OECD nation, marking a pandemic-era low. Biden has seen over 40 federal judges confirmed in the Senate since his inauguration and appointed more to the bench in his first year than any president since Ronald Reagan. Other failures include his suspension of student debt, the withdrawal from a 20-year war that caused thousands to lose their lives, and not trying to over throw the United States government. A Biden insider disclosed their plan to get back public support in year two. Uh, We're planning a national campaign to give people COVID, increase their unemployment rate, tear down bridges, destroy internet access, and make the American people suck their drinking water through piping that as much lead as possible until their kids are retarded. We might even ask them to inject bleach up their ass. If that doesn't work, Biden has revealed another plan. Uh, How about this one? How about I fucking retire to Delaware and watch you entitled, dim-witted, ungrateful motherfuckers die from COVID and climate change while I sip a martini and play golf? I've talked to my Uh, wife, and that seems to be one of the... uh, That's the one we're leaning toward. I don't need this. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm talking to you, America. I'm talking to each one of you whiny motherfuckers. I am so sick. I never thought that I'd sit on my podcast and get right royally enraged at Americans in general. I just cannot grip. Help me out with this, Randy. I just can't. Oh, well, look, you're absolutely right. Uh, 21 million people still don't think he's even a legitimate president, let alone approve of him. So I think uh, uh, the fact that he's got 41% is pretty darn good. You know, but, you know, the thing is, like, watching America through COVID is like been watching a chimp play with a power tool. You know, I mean, it's... Or a machine gun. A machine gun, you know. And this guy has come in at 78 years old, done all that, saved innumerable lives, People call his withdrawal from Afghanistan. Uh, let me tell you, how many how many kids came home from Afghanistan in a fucking bag last month? Anyone want to say? That's because no kids came home from Afghanistan in a fucking bag last month. And you know who's to uh, be grateful for that? Your fucking president of the United States had the balls to do something that four other presidents didn't fucking do. And I yep. am sick of listening to this shit. You're an entitled bunch of whining little bastards who get all in a tiz if Whoopi Goldberg gets thrown off the viewer, your gas prices go up. It's a fucking pain in the ass to sit here and watch this shit from a population that, quite frankly, doesn't deserve Joe Biden. Bear, I said it. (laughs) Bear, I fucking said it. Yeah. Seriously. Have a look at that list of over a thousand things that he has done since becoming president. Of course, the 1.6 trillions at the top, uh, stimulus checks, $1,400 for every man, woman, and child, uh, all of that. And people just forget. And we're not saying he's perfect for fuck's sake. But the only reason that the Build Back Better Act didn't help is because of two bought off senators. That's it. Mm. Who were covering for quite a few other Democrats who, 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 who balked it. But I, you know, quite frankly, if you're sitting on a, on a airliner and you got chicken or fish and the fish has, 
carcinogens in his ass. It's not chicken or fish. It's chicken or broken glass and cyanide. <laughs> Fuck. And this guy has done the, I think he's done the best he can. I really mm-hmm. do, actually. You know? Anyway, like, uh, I'll get back to the news. Sorry about this. This'll, That's okay, Willie. It's your show. This will lighten our spirits. <clears throat> GOP gubernatorial candidate in Michigan said rape victims shouldn't get abortions because fetuses could become president. (laughs) Garrett Soldano, a Republican candidate for governor in Michigan, faced widespread backlash after he argued against survivors of sexual assault getting abortions, saying they didn't know if their unborn baby would become president. Soldano, citing a friend whose mother was a victim of a gang rape, claimed people who became pregnant from sexual assault were put in this moment by God. When contacted, God reacted clearly. Hey, it was a blind date. She was lonely. I gave him his number. How the fuck did I know he was wanted in three states? It's not like I I don't have a lot of other things on my fucking mind. Hello, the supreme being, not eHarmony for fuck's sake. (laughs) When approached to clarify his comments, the GOP gubernatorial candidate for Michigan declared, hey, listen, it's a fucking fetus for Christ's sake. It's the best time of a poor person's life. It's the only time... It's the only time they'll have a private pool and womb service. Am I right? Let the the fucker believe he can be president. We here in the GOP love fetuses. You can be sure once that schmuck is born, we'll pursue social policies that will ensure that he gets minimum wage, becomes a meth addict, and dies in his own vomit during a school shooting. USA! Mm. USA! 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 Oh, Willie, you're wicked. Mr. Soldano. Willie. Mr. Soldano walked into his limo, a large ice cream truck with a rotating, smiling fetus on the roof. <laughs> mm. And there it is. Bye bye. Mm. Here's my little ice cream truck going bye bye. Finally, sleeves, yeah. finally, it's nice to know there's great publicity about America entering the Melbourne media. This is from the Melbourne Age. Mm. Uh, yeah, this is what I read in my newspaper down this from your hometown, from, from my from your home state. Yeah, this is uh, this is on page four. I was born free. I'll die free. Man turns down vaccine at expense of a life saving transplant. <laughs> heart, a heart transplant. <laughs> We have nukes. Sleep tight. Uh, mm. For more than four years, Chad Carswell, thirty eight has suffered from severe kidney disease. In July 2020, he started on dialysis, but now his kidneys are functioning at just 4%. In an interview, Carswell said he recently applied for a kidney transplant, but was turned down because he has not received a coronavirus vaccine. And despite his hospital's requirement that organ recipients be vaccinated against the virus, he's refusing shots. There is not a situation in this world that I'll get a vaccine, he told the Washington Post. If I'm laying on my deathbed and they tell me you have a kidney waiting on, on you, if you get, if you, if you have a kidney waiting on you, if you get this shot, I'll tell them, I'll see you on the other side. Carswell is not the only unvaccinated person on a transplant wait list to be denied an organ. Last week, the family of D.J. Ferguson said a Massachusetts hospital denied him a heart transplant because he refused to take the vaccine. In October, a Colorado hospital said it would deny a kidney transplant woman unless she got vaccinated. When contacted, a representative of one of the hospitals said, look, I've got thousands of people waiting for organs, and there are even tens of thousands more people who are diluted oxygen-sucking meat sacks that are too stupid to fucking live. <laughs> We're just evening the playing field here. I yeah, know that why sounds waste harsh. an organ? I know that sounds harsh and cruel, but I've been working 16-hour shifts in clogged emergency rooms with these entitled Cheeto-eating, freedom-loving assholes for a year. So quite frankly, you can fuck off. We here here at the Bill Show would like to salute hospitals in Massachusetts and Colorado as we join the great Bill Hicks in saying... He's a moron. He's dead. Good. We lost a moron. Fucking celebrate. Wow, I just felt the world get lighter. We lost a moron. 
put on the Hammer album. I'm ready to dance. We lost a moron. And that's all I have, Randy. Oh. Can I have some news? Can I give you some news? Please do. And okay. now it's time for the Randy news. The Randy news. This is still the, the news. Yeah, we're a top 60 uh, the podcast. The news that's uh, worthless. Worthless. Now, um, this is from the McMinn County School Board in Tennessee. Yeah. Um, they've just voted to ban, ban a Pulitzer Prize winning graphic novel about the Holocaust. Oh, yeah. Called Mouse. M-A-U-S. Uh, it's a graphic novel uh, by Art Spiegelman. Hmm. It's very famous. A lot of kids read it, My like When the Wind it. Blows about Nuclear War. Uh, it's called Mouse, A Survivor's Tale. And you know, they voted 10 to 0, 10 to 0 to ban it. Do you know why? Why? Because there's one nipple showing <laughs> on on a graphic mouse. One nipple. The fuck out of here. Yeah, there's a woman in a bathtub who's... I don't know. She's having a bath. And apparently they can see one nipple, so they banned the whole book. Anyway, Pulitzer Prize, uh, uh, whatever. I just think that's terrible. Okay. Well, that's it. That That's very interesting. I, I, I find a lot of that absolutely fascinating, that what's been going on in, in home. And uh, yeah. that's it. Um, now, I, I thought you we might play a little uh, track that leads out of your uh, Michigan gubernatorial candidate. Oh, good, please. It's kind of funny. It's George Carlin talking about the sanctity of life. The sanctity of life. And then we might go to a break. Sure thing. Sounds good. We'll be back for show number. What show is it, Randy? 288. Thank God you're here. We'll be back in just one moment. Is a fetus a human being? This seems to be the central question. Well, if a fetus is a human being, how come the census doesn't count them? If a fetus is a human being, how come when there's a miscarriage, they don't have a funeral? If a fetus is a human being, how come people say we have two children and one on the way, instead of saying we have three children? People say life begins at conception. I say life began about a billion years ago, and it's a continuous process. Continuous just keeps rolling along. If they really want to get serious, what about all the sperm that are wasted when the state executes a condemned man and one of these pro-life guys who's watching comes in his pants, huh? Here's a guy standing over there with his jockey shorts full of little Vinnies and Debbies, and nobody's saying a word to that guy. Not every ejaculation deserves a name. And you might have noticed something else. The sanctity of life doesn't seem to apply to cancer cells, does it? You rarely see a bumper sticker that says, save the tumors. <laughs> or I break for advanced melanoma. <laughs> ah, viruses, mold, mildew, maggots, fungus, weeds, E. coli, bacteria, the crabs. <laughs> Nothing sacred about those things. So at best, the sanctity of life is kind of a selective thing. We get to choose which forms of life we feel are sacred, and we get to kill the rest. Pretty neat deal, huh? You know how we got it? We made the whole fucking thing up. Made it up. The same way. Thank you. Are you plagued by insecurity in a society that is constantly changing? Is your financial security being threatened by forces you feel are totally out of your control? Do people who look differently make you feel, I don't know, kind of uncomfortable? If they do, new improved fascism may be for you. Yes, new improved fascism is based on a classic formula that has been passed down for generations. It allows you to make broad judgments about things you know nothing about without resorting to the effort to learn or letting those pesky little facts get in the way. Let's hear what improved fascism has done for America. Yeah, I'll tell you. All these new people with their new complexions really bothered me. With their crazy accents, nutty religions, and all the violence I see every day on television. I was going nuts. Even the 23 assault weapons I have in my wife's closet didn't make me feel any better. Thank God for new improved American fascism. Right now, I, I don't have to think at all. <laughs> and I still got my guns. <laughs> 
I've been a Christian for years. I always was uncomfortable with that whole thou shalt not kill thing. Now to mention, uh, not to mention that turn the other cheek. <laughs> I'll tell you, in my family, if you turn the other cheek, someone kicked it with an iron boot while your mom wept quietly in the kitchen drinking the cooking cherry. Yeah, Jesus Christ really got in the way of my repressed rage and hostility towards things I don't understand inside of me. Thank God for new improved fascism. Now I can judge other people without knowing facts while oppressing them and still call myself a Christian. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yes, American fascism. It's a new take on an old formula. So if you are suffering the effects of a spineless, amoral corporate media that panders to only the base instincts of humanity, corporate fascism may be for you. Corporate fascism may cause nausea, rectal bleeding, ethnic cleansing, political violence, a reduction in civil rights, dictatorship, torture, racial profiling, a suspension of a free press, a repression of democracy, and the occasional holocaust. So if you want to live a thought-free life that reaffirms your existing prejudices, ask the Republican Party if American fascism is for you. American Fascism, from Trump Industries, making America more fearful and less free since 2015. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Time to keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times because it's time once again for Randy's Rant. It's time for Randy. Oh, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, just like Universal Studios, because that big giant Jaws shark was going to jump right. up and bite off your head. You're the big giant lefty shark of the internet, Randy. <laughs> that's what you are. Okay, that's uh, thank you for that, Bill. Um, okay. And uh, I hope you enjoyed our little comedy break. Uh, I, I love George did. Carlin, man. I love myself some. The late George, George Carlin. Carlin. He, he he just he's still relevant. You know the thing he's about those what, guys. They ten told, years. Those guys told the truth, man. Yeah. Those guys told the truth. But the guy, he, but he told it as stand-up. Yeah, I know. Which is the most amazing thing. Yeah. The words of the prophets. Um, so yeah, George Carlin and um, and the, I was about uh, to say the, the, the uh, words of the prophets prophet. are written on the subway walls. <laughs> What's that from? That's from the Sound of Silence. That's right. And the fool um, gets to tell the truth in Lear, you know. And he dies, but uh, that's true. I'll uh, prick my thumbs. Something wicked this way comes. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to talk today. My rant, Randy's rant is about the fact that we just celebrated the first anniversary of January 6th. Yeah. Which, as we all know, was the day of the American capital insurrection. No matter what they try to call it. The people were insurrectionists, the 300 people that were arrested, many of them going to jail. Your little friend, the uh, the Sharman, uh, is going into uh, a cell for seven years. Yeah, um, the, the I shaman. hope Sweet Cheeks, the Shaman uh, from QAnon. Yep. Uh, these people are, are, are were broke the law. They said they were going to be violent, and they were. Yeah. People died. Yeah. And uh, now they're trying to backpedal so fast that it makes my head spin. It was a tour. They were tourists. Oh, anyway. Um, and all. And I think the the people in government who supported them. Yeah. Including some of the uh, senators, etc., like Ted Cruz, should be prosecuted. Ted Cruz. And like our friend AOC said. You tried to have me killed. I'm not going to talk to you. 
Stop. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, here we go. So it's been one year since American democracy dodged a bullet, but how long can that hold out? Because there is actually a second U.S. Civil War looming. Now, people think Civil War, 1861, or actually started in 1860 with Lincoln's election, um, and the actual shooting started in 1861. Um, people think the Civil War was about slavery. Wasn't. But it was not. No. It was about voting myth, rights. You said that in the last It election. was about voting rights, and that's what's happening now. It started with a disputed election. Right. Now, the Southern states simply decided that the election of Abraham Lincoln was intolerable. Mm. He was the first Republican. This was a Republican Party election, and the Southern states were strict Democrats, which is ironic because it's now the shoe's on the other foot. Irony there for you history fans there. irony. They say that Lincoln's election was going to be an attack on their values. Sound familiar? Such as they Um, Southern states said they had a constitutional right to have slavery in their state. Mm. Now, this is almost word for word what some Trumpicans are saying, like Madison Crawthorne, Mr. Wheely, was just saying today. Yeah. The radical GOP are claiming that some states need to observe the Constitution by ignoring the results of an election. So could it happen again? Some states are seeking to deny that some current elections are invalid. More irony for you, they certainly accepted all of the positions other than Biden mm. that went to Republicans. So the ballots couldn't have been that well, they, they accepted that, that evidently they were just flawed ballots when, when they were voting for Trump. Just that vote was wrong. Just, just that vote. The other ones are okay. Yeah, but that, but that all the other wrong. ones are okay, yeah. The other <laughs> ones are okay. Now let's uh, play what if. Say there's an attack on the Michigan State House. Yes. Uh, like there was on the U.S. Capitol in January 6th. Right. The governor is pushed out. The legislature takes control, and they declare that they think the election of Joe Biden was invalid uh, in their state for their state. So they're no longer going to follow laws that are signed by Biden because he is not the legitimate president of their state. Right. Right. What happens? Does the U.S. government send the military to retake Michigan? Do they tell their National Guard, which they have control of, to protect them? I I, I really don't think this is it's ever going to look. That's what they want. And uh, I know that's what they want. Yeah. And uh, if it comes to that, man, uh, you've got to follow the Constitution. That's it. Sorry, Bal. You know, you you, well, you, you need to go in there. That's what happened in 1860 as well. Now, uh, it's easy for many people in the in America to say that they're not getting a fair shake because they didn't vote for Biden, mm-hmm. and they think that half the votes for him were invalid. Things aren't working out for me. It's because the government's done something wrong, and we have to change it. Now, studies suggest that 21 million Americans could be primed for future insurrection and violence. 21 million, which is exactly about the number of the population of America during the Civil War. It is substantial and it's important that we understand that the current state of insurrection is a movement in America. Today, it's at least as large as it was before the January 6th uh, insurrection on, on the Capitol. Now, the end game is not necessarily civil war itself that is a means to an end the end game is installing an authoritarian president who will limit democracy so you're right it won't be civil war it will be anarchy it'll be bellasconi yeah it'll be uh uh, it'll be um (coughs) you know it's it's south american dictatorship mussolini mussolini Uh, franco you know i mean all these guys, especially the, the real blueprint for it, is 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 Russia. It's 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 really that's the blueprint. Exactly. It's a direct lift from how Putin took power. Now, on the last show, uh, we looked at measures that are being taken 
to limit voting rights. And in fact, this week, Arizona Republicans uh, were, at, were trying to pass laws limiting opportunities to vote. Uh, you know, you can't vote absentee, the, you can't put your ballot, ballots in those post box uh, uh, voting places, things like that. Really trying to limit and disenfranchise voters. Yeah. Now, 19 U.S. states currently have laws or have enacted laws that would allow them to control election results. 19 states out of 50, either by limiting voter rights or invalidating the result. Yeah. Now, yeah. that means that there must be 31 blue states that are supporting, supporting voter rights. Now, the Civil War, there are 11 states in the Confederacy and 21 states in the North. That's almost exactly the same split mm. between red and blue today. The population was 18 million in the North and 6 million in the South. Almost exactly the same split with approximately 3.5 million slaves, which didn't count, but they thought it should count. That was Bernie so, Sanders, anyway. my, that was Bernie Sanders, the socialist dog. He's very upset about this. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm saying that it might not be civil war with bang bang brothers against brothers no but red and blue is is blue and gray if yeah, you go by the states go back and listen to the 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 shows we did before trump got in charge hmm. you know i'm I, i'm telling you this is something that you know we've been saying on the show since you know go back they're there right check out check out our website www.expatprogressive.podbean.com you can go back 10 years exactly and and the sandy go, hook go back you can go all the way back to sandy hook that was our first show that uh, was our first show and um so that's that's i left that on actually uh, i i deleted some of the shows but you go back there to when he was nominated. We were saying this shit. He's not going. Yeah. He's never going. He's a psycho. And the, the Republicans have done their deal with the devil. And it's going to come back and kill him. I, I really hope so. Otherwise, we're fucked because this guy cannot be president. And here's the thing. you know, I'm a, I'm a person who lives in another country. And mm -hmm. I'm absolutely sure that Donald Trump is insane. He's insane. Like mm -hmm. medically rubber room fucking insane. And we've normalized that to talk about him as if he's anything but somebody who should be in a fucking mental ward. Yeah. And if you phonied up the election that, so that he wasn't president, I'd support it. I'd fucking support it in a fucking second. Because this guy has nuclear fucking bombs. Hell, we had fucking alarms over goddamn Honolulu when this fucker was in charge. Yeah. We dodged the fucking bullet. And I'm not talking about the people in America who get to vote for this fucking toadstool. I'm talking about the rest of us who have to live in a new fucking nuclear winter because the majority of American people can't fucking do anything but poke a fucking pencil into their brain. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it makes us overseas crazy. Because it's like we have this drunk fucking guy driving us home. And we don't know mm. whether it's going to be competent with Obama or fucking on acid with Trump. Or Adderall. What was his, uh, what was his uh, drug of choice? It's Adderall. It's, it's Adderall. Adderall, yeah. Boy, I'm that, depressed. Yellow, that yellow powder on my nose. I don't know where that came from. Yeah. All right. Now I'm just depressed. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Let's... Uh, <laughs> Let's, uh, is let's anyone still here? To, is anyone still in the room with listen, us? <laughs> let's have a listen to one of his acolytes. Is this going to depress me? Yeah, an uh, cool, Academy right. Award-winning actor. Oh, not the, John. The Midnight Boy. Cowboy himself. Fuck. You know, I I'm love him. I'm him. I'm crossing him. Uh, John Voight. I loved him in Ray Donald. So did I. I he's yeah. such a brilliant actor. But yeah. well, I don't know. He, he drank too much Kool-Aid. Yeah, he fell and from a great height it, from a goddamn coffee table is what he did. Yeah, he fell <laughs> off a pair of high heels. Yeah. He's just gone berserk. So I'd like uh, you to play this little track where he says he feels that hope has arrived. 
Oh, Hope God. has arrived. All right, here and he is. Oscar-winning yeah, actor John Voight. John Voight tell, sharing us with his political opinions. Kind of like that old uncle arrives at the barbecue and says shit. Well, that's him. Here he is. We must give applause for our hero. Yes, he's been the greatest president since Abraham Lincoln. I've said that before, and I say it again with much truth. He has given hope to the American people. He's given trust and love. He's a man of integrity, a man of devotion, a man who ran the entire country with great heart and soul. I'd like to give President Trump an honor. I know we all would. A spiritual honor from the American people so that we can override this negativity and he can come back and make America great again. For he and only he can turn around this nation's gloom. Hope has arrived. And we shall never feel this loss again, for we all know it was stolen. And we, the American people, know the truth. Donald J. Trump is a source of God's speed. And I know Abraham Lincoln's spirit is with him to turn America great again. Fuck it, John. Why don't you just get a room? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Jesus, you think I'm halfway through that fucking thing where this is really fucking weird. <laughs> you know, I, was John in the photograph, you know, like touching him a bit too much? <laughs> oh, my God. It's on, it's on YouTube. He's sitting with a flag behind him. Of course he is. Grandpa's in his basement with a flag. <laughs> It was bad. I'm sorry. Fuck, man. That's some serious goddamn fantastic actor brain damage. That is like, you know, because the thing with John Voight is, I see him on fucking Ray Donovan, man, and I go, what a fucking player, man. He's never bad. He's never fucking bad. I've never seen a bad John Voight performance. He's a brilliant actor. But brain damage, real fucking brain damage. Obviously. Obviously. Oh, man. But the, yeah. Yeah, but there are a bunch he, of them. I mean, it's easier to hate Steven Seagal because he's a cock-sucking pig and he's fucking no talent. John Voight, that's fucking hard because he's pretty fucking good. You know. No, and Chachi. Poor Chachi. No problem hating Chachi. No fucking problem <laughs> Everybody loves hating Chachi. Chachi. And that's the problem. A majority of the Republican stars, you have no problem hating because they're talentless assholes. You know, like, so like John Voight, yeah. Fucking Ted Nugent. Fuck Ted Nugent. <laughs> fucking Aerosmith, Ted. Grab this one time, all right? Fuck you. <laughs> fucking Bruce fucking Springsteen, Ted fucking yeah. Nugent. Grab my dick, you prick. You know, I mean, fuck it. Hey, you could not get stars to show up at the Republican convention when fucking Charlton Heston died. That was it. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, now let's make you feel better now. I want to make I you feel did, better. I... Okay. I've better. got another. I've got one of the Democratic stars. Oh, good. A great two-time Oscar winner and yeah. also multiple nominee uh, that uh, will actually, Tom Hanks, will actually make you feel better. Oh, I love Tom. Tom Hanks last week for the first anniversary of... of um, Biden's presidency recorded uh -huh. the following. It's a little thing that was uh, went on a line and a lot of people saw it and I saw it and I thought this made me feel better about America and about Joe Biden. So I'd like you to play Tom Hanks making us all feel a little bit better it, and maybe wash some of John Voight out of our ears. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and it's time for Tom Hanks to make us feel better here in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Tom is putting on his sweater now, and he's, I'm trying to get the thing going. Here it is. There is Tom Hanks, America's dad. If only we're brave enough. Brave enough to live through two of the most difficult years many of us can remember. Brave enough to pull ourselves up again and again. America is the home of the brave. It's why we keep getting up, no matter how many times we get knocked down, like with our economy. It isn't all the way back, but it's getting stronger as we're creating more jobs at a record rate. 
I've worked in transportation for the last 17 years. I'm looking forward to getting uh, some sense of normalcy, to get back to where we were. And I'm very positive that we're on the right track. We may be entering year three of a pandemic none of us wanted or expected, but we're moving, growing, putting the science to work. I was the first person to get the vaccine, the first in the whole country. And now, how many people are vaccinated? Over 200 million, right? And the kids too. I am really proud of us. We put people first, safety first. We're doing it. That's what keeps me going, that I can feel the change. We've learned so much. We're better prepared now. Every day is another day behind us and another step forward towards opportunity, prosperity, possibility. Restaurants have opened their doors. Shops and businesses are buzzing again all over the country. There were almost five and a half million new business applications last year alone. I don't know another way to say it other than we're prospering. We're bringing on new drivers. We're expanding. The fear that was there, it's going away. Business is booming. I'm looking forward to business to continue to grow. And as things grow, I grow. We're going back to work. Millions of people and families are finding their way back to making a living. More jobs were created in 2021 than in any year in the last 80 years. Well, after we were closed in 2020, we were really concerned that we had lost momentum. But instead, 2021 has just been an incredible year for our bed and breakfast business. There's a spirit of hope. Optimism and hope are really like currency in small communities. And any investments that we make kind of balloon up and lead to something really great and big. And every day all across the country as we wake up and go back to work, we're shaping our future. As of today, three times as many people work in clean energy than oil and gas. And every day, more and more jobs are brought back from abroad. Our hands, our ingenuity, our labor are making us stronger than we were a year ago today. It's exciting times for the auto industry. Rebuilding our bridges, our roads, our transit systems. We haven't had a president invest so much money into America since I don't know when. And the jobs, that's what this administration has been doing. Step by step, we are facing down the trial of a generation. Brick by brick, we are doing the work that will lift us up for generations to come. So let's start the rebuilding by talking to one another, respecting one another, finding what unites us, not what pulls us apart. This infrastructure bill is huge. It's going to bring positive changes to every aspect of what we do. I'm proud of the way that we have dealt with these challenges. We have created something that's better, stronger for the next generation. From our toughest times, America has always built a brighter future. In these tough times, we'll build our brightest future yet. Yes, we are brave. Brave enough to see the light and be the light we need to rebuild this country. We're strong. We are courageous. We are resilient. We are America, land of the brave. We faced so much this year. We've done what America always has done. We've gotten up. We've gotten up. And I've long said it's never been a good bet to bet against America. And that's more true today than ever. I've never been more optimistic about America's future. There's nothing beyond our capacity if we do it together. Fuck it. I'm voting for Tom Hanks. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) It's a beautiful day in America. It's a beautiful day. Don't you worry. Everything's going to be fine. Um, <laughs> hey, listen, I, I hope he runs that, man. I, I do. I hope he runs it nationally because it's it makes me want to throw up, actually, because it sounds like it's morning in America speech. But you know something? Um, he deserves the credit that he's due. And he does. Uh, and it is shock. I, you know what fucking really bothers me about it is it's unseemly for a country that actively made a choice to not only doom themselves, but the rest of the world for living in fear for four years and finally get out of it due to the work and slavery of people all around the country. You know, I can't deal with Democrats who are sitting there going, well, you mean you got what we wanted? Well, yeah, but here's the thing. You're not waking up every morning wondering whether North Korea is going to vaporize or whether this fucking toadstool is going to, you know, uh, do some fucking thing, you know? And and uh, it, it just amazes me, uh, the ignorance in narcissism of a public that doesn't even have the good nature to appreciate the fact that they, you know, dodged a bullet with the rest of yeah. us. 
So, yeah. Boy, I'm on a downer this week. <laughs> oh, come on. I thought that was a, I thought that was a, a rousing kind of speech, you know? We love Tom Hanks here at The Bill Show, and we want to give Tom Hanks and the entire orchestra that played behind Wake him. Wake up the kids. Wake up the kids. A fantastic round of applause for something that got me teary. You know, Tom Hanks, uh, give him a round of applause. <laughs> I don't know nothing about love, but I do know about a political announcement, Jenny. <laughs> I hope they run it. I everywhere. like that nice young president, but <laughs> you know, America. I gotta pee. I gotta pee. You never know what president you're gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's about all oh, for us, Willie. folks. Listen, uh, uh, on that note, I'd like to say hello to a few people, uh, AK and Halliday, Claudia up in New Hampshire, David up in Massachusetts. Uh, I want to say Val in New York. Yeah, Val in New York. I want to say hello to Pauline here in uh, Melbourne. Uh, and who am I missing? I want to say uh, this is like the magic mirror on Robert. It's the magic <laughs> mirror. I'm watching you. <laughs> Good to you, Jack Nicholson. Oh, by the way, I did stand up for the first time in about 15 years the other day. Uh, at uh, And there will be a video of my stand up, and I will post it on the Bill Show. <laughs> oh, dear. On the website. On the website. My God. I thought we wanted to attract people and get them to give us money. It's going to be. No, no, that'll work. That'll offend almost <laughs> all of you. Fuck it. I love you guys. Uh, Brandon. Yeah, love, love you, everybody. Dude. Love you, listener. Thank you. Take care. We'll see you next time right here on The Bill Show with Randy. Randy.